It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making green jacketing golf glory you could ask for grab a now tv sky sports week pass and watch all four days of the masters for just 15 euro search now tv today content streamed via the internet full terms at NowTV.com. some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle some are too scared to face the danger or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning others shrug and say oh all this talk of a dumpster fire it's just fake news there is an inferno raging have we started the fire yes the fire rises it is a dumpster fire we need somebody to put it out it's showtime and it goes a little something like this Tether it off, we're gonna tether it off the mother sucker. Tether it off the sucker. We want the bump. Yeah, want the bump. I'll be the bump. We gotta have What you wanna be when you grow up? I wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. Stay west and see. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Mazel top, you sons of bitches. Welcome to Funkin' Fantasy Hebrew edition. It's Hanukkah celebration. It's Hanukkah's over. Is it? It's over, yes. It's a final. Hanukkah has ended. But the menorah still burns deep inside the dumpster, which is here at Moonshine, 1825 East Moy Menson Avenue, each and every single Tuesday evening. And tonight, 
for tonight's special Hanukkah edition of Funkin' Fans. So we brought in a real Jew. He's been here. He's been Jewish for a long time. He goes all the way back to dreidels and cradles. My man Eric Cohen, who brought in the greatest cookie, the yeah. greatest chocolate chip cookie before the show ever. Where's this? The Fourth Street Deli. Famous Fourth. Street. Now, why is it famous aside from the fact that it's Jewish-owned deli? Because they're forever. Because they're forever. Okay, I like it's it. Quality cookie. Now, Oh, I got you. No problem. So as uh, Aaron, as Aaron Cohen checks in here on Facebook Live by the Tony Bruno Show, he says, "Everyone, pick up your drinks." L'chaim to the show is about to start. What was that? L'chaim. Okay. L'ch- if you got a, yeah, you have phlegm. Yeah. It's not l'chaim. Like you, you spelled like l'chaim, but it's l'ch. Take some music L'chaim. for that. By the way, that guy speaking to my left right here is, is Joe Rafino. He found his way out of New Jersey yeah, and out of the batting cage for the first time in three months. 76 opened up. And he's back here to, uh, to, to, run, to run the show with me. Charlie uh, will be calling in later on with his Tuesday 10, but I've been asked to make it a Tuesday 5. I'll take it under <laughs> advisement. Uh, but let's get into some real stuff. I got breaking news. In my own personal fantasy football quest for a championship in my big money league, I pulled off the heart attack game of heart attack games. I was down damn near 51 points until Amari Cooper took the field and took the heart and the soul out of the Philadelphia Eagles playoff hopes with the miraculous fourth, I'm sorry, overtime game-winning touchdown to get him 49.7 points, which allowed me to sweat out a Monday night contest against the C- with the Seattle Seahawks against the Minnesota Vikings and one Kirk Cousins who puts up 14.5 fantasy points. He's garbage. He was, I told people to avoid him last week, mostly because I was playing against him. <laughs> and I was able to secure a 147 to 146.9 victory and advance to the semifinals. You know, I know this is a fantasy show. Yes. Nobody cares about your fantasy. Yes, they do. That's what this show is about. They're here to talk about your fantasy. That's what the whole damn basis of the show is. I'm going to give myself a roaring round of applause. (laughs) And for that, and for that, for for that win, I get to face the undefeated 13-0 juggernaut team that's in my league. Is it a a spoof name? No. No? No, no, no. It's, It's the commissioner of my league. What's but he called in last week, and um, he's 13-0. He avoided, he avoided a loss the entire regular season, and for that, he gets the astute honor of playing moi. Now, do you get special points for having a good name, team name? You don't. I mean, in, in the, in, I mean just in, like the, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the circles that we talk about fantasy football, we say, oh, that's a, that's a clever name, or that's a good name, or whatever it is. You should get a point for that. For, you should? Yeah. New rule. That's a new rule. You get a point. Yep. If you're you get going a point against a guy who's got a weird ass, like maybe, you know, uh, dad of four kids. His team that's name. That's a weak ass. His team name was a team has no name. Ah, come on now. That's weak. Exactly. And my team was, in honor of Sports Talk Radio, first time, long time. Well, that's all right. That's, that's clever. That's I'll not g- bad. I'll, I'll give you that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, so you get an extra point anyway. So now it's a, you know, you get a 1.1 1. 1 point uh, margin. You, uh, you done? Babbling over here? I'm done. Oh, thank you. Marquise John says he won despite the, uh, the SOB Jared Goff. We're going to mention Jared See, Goff and the, the SOBs. SOBs a little early for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You also, so uh, again, me patting myself on the back, unable to escape near elimination. There goes a and one step, co- one step closer to the quiche 
to getting that cash, that Christmas cash at the end of the year that we so covet. Cash? This is straight cash, homie. Oh, cash. Cash. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about something else. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's a different show for a different time. Meanwhile. Um, Meanwhile, Fultz is still Last out week's Luigi's versus the Listener's Fantasy Showdown, we did presidents, Joe. Yes. Because George Bush Sr. passed away, so we, did a little, uh, we paid a little respects to him. And we did presidents. And uh, I laid a presidential beatdown. On the, uh, on, the, on the listeners. And this week, in, our, in respect of Hanukkah, in respect to our, our, our ye faithful, we are, we're going to do famous Jewish people. Few rules, though. Number one, you can only take a maximum of three athletes on each team. Three known athletes, like professional sports players, okay? And you have to select one female one, okay? Now, we all know how this works. Every single week, Jason Nemrod puts in the first pick for the listeners. And you, too, as a listener, can make a pick yourself at 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you jump in to the program and to the dumpster itself. And you can also make a pick. And if you have a question regarding your fantasy team or just a fantasy in general that I might be able to help answer for you or possibly make happen, feel free to call and ask Uncle Lou. Now, Jason Nemroff made a pick. Now, he went. This is, this is a solid selection. However, it's the wrong pick, I believe. He went quarterback. He went with Jesus Christ at quarterback. going to get bad traction with those. Things. See, here's the thing, though. That's a good selection. I mean, you can't knock Christ. But I'm taking the, the, the greatest Jew of all time. I'm taking a man who just parts defenses who knows how to follow instructions, who's literally a walking clipboard. He can recite whatever you need. To. He's, he's, he's just a coach in his head. I'm taking my man Moses, who led the Jews to victory. Exactly. He was a fo-fo-fo <laughs> guy. I'm taking Moses, number one, at quarterback overall. So the listeners have Jesus Christ, and I went with Moses. I, again, if you look up the greatest Jewish, like, the greatest Jewish people in history... Moses is ranked higher than Jesus Christ. I really worry about traction. See, that's the thing, though, too. It's like, you know, you're right. They got sandals, man. Come Again, on. like, J- Jesus can walk on water. Cool trick. It's a party trick. Nice. It's good. Moses big, can, big part, can part defenses, okay? And he, like I said, he, just, he, he knows how to lead the troops to victory. He gets them through tough terrain, through sand, through rain, everything. To, through plague. plague. Yeah. You know, plague's tough. I forgot all my Catholic education stuff. Again, Doug McGregor says expected top two. Of course, these are these were the number one and two picks. But this, I feel, I believe this is Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf all over again. I believe Jesus Christ is Ryan Leaf. Oh, really? Yes, in this equation. So I, I after reporter. I yes, I, I equate Ryan, I equate Jesus Christ to Ryan Leaf. Junior, Junior Seau to step in. Yeah, well, let's hope not. So, let's see here. Uh... Let's get us MVPs. MVPs, SOBs. We'll get into that part of the program. We'll get rock and roll with the game. Charlie's calling up Tuesday 10. Got injury report news. Avoid deploy for the week. And uh, if you too, again, like I said, not you too as in Bono, not a Jew. If you want to join in with the program, you can do so via the Tony Bruno Show Facebook Live page. Also on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy. Hashtag in the show, Funkin' Fantasy. And dial in at 619-924-9874. Now, MVPs from last, last week. Derrick Henry. Did to Jacksonville 
what as only a gas station burrito would do to any of us, and that is rip them a new asshole. 17 carries, 238 yards, four touchdowns, runs of three, 16, and, 90, and a 99-yard touchdown run for the ages. That was an angry He went run, beast man. mode, yeah, all right? Definitely angry. 55.8 points for Derrick Henry, who was on my bench for the Funkin' Fantasy League, which I'm way out of anyway, so it didn't matter. Really? But I did, we did win again. That's three straight. We won three straight to end the season. That's good for you. It's huge, man. That was huge. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It was meaningless, but we won three straight. It's nice to finish on a high note going in the next season. That's right. We're going to be number seven. Now, uh, also in that game, D.D. Westbrook, he had seven receptions, 88 yards, one touchdown, 21.6 points. D- Again, Derrick Henry, man, that was a night for the ages there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey at Cleveland, 16 carries, 63 yards, two touchdowns, six receptions and 38 yards for Christian, 25.1 points. Jarvis Landry for the Cleveland Browns, three receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown. He also had two rushes for 54 yards and another touchdown on the ground, 27.6 points for Jarvis Landry. It's a nice bounce-back game for him. Uh, Matt Ryan at Green Bay, 28 of 42 for 262 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, 27 points. Sorry about that. Julio Jones, eight receptions, 106 yards, two touchdowns, 26.6 points. F you, Julio, because you almost stole my win for me. Aaron Rodgers in that game, uh, 21 out of 32, 196 yards, two touchdowns. He had three rushes for 44 yards, 23.4 points. Pat Mahomes, Mahomes against the Ravens. 35 out of 53, 377 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, two rushes for minus three yards, which is odd for Pat because he's usually in the plus column for that category, 25.7 points for him. Lamar Jackson, 13 out of 24 for 147 yards and two touchdowns, 13 carries for 71 yards, 24.1 points for Lamar. Uh, in what was the, uh, the craziest finish of the weekend? Tom Brady at Miami, 27 of 43, 358 yards, three touchdowns, one carry for three yards, 32.3 points. Ryan Tannehill, we'll mention him later, 14 out of 19, 265 yards, three touchdowns, one rush for 13 yards, 32.3. If you notice, Joe, the similarities between Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady there. Brandon Bolden, are you even going to ask? No. Who the fuck is that guy? Running back for the damn Miami Dolphins, yo. Two carries for 60 yards, two touchdowns, 21.5 points. Kenny Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, eight receptions, 135 yards. And the game winner on the miracle Hail Mary, yeah. flip the ball around 100 times, hope no one goes off sides or, I mean, or, or does a forward lateral, whatever the case may be. Uh, just basically jump around like a bunch of idiots until someone hopefully breaks free and someone did. And he scored a touchdown on that play for 23.5 points. Jameis Winston against the Saints, 18 of 38, not that great. But 213 yards and two touchdowns and interception. Five receptions, 47 yards. Comes out to 23.7 points. Eli Manning waking up against the Redskins. 14 out of 22, 197 yards, three scores, 25 points. Saquon Barkley, again and again, every week MVP. 14 carries, 170 yards and a touchdown. Four receptions for 27 yards. I'm sorry, 77 yards, 30.7 points. Uh, Did Facebook just go down, Joe? I don't know. Will the Redskins win another game this year? Uh, I'm going to say no. They're done. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a final for the Redskins. Facebook's clicking, but I don't. Is it clicking? Yeah, it's working. Is it? Yeah. I don't have it. Maybe I do. Where is it? Saying it's uh, 18 minutes. Yeah, it's going, but can you see us? Yeah, I see. Are we still there? Yep. You follow me, camera guy? See me. Says end the video. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on here. But they were saying with that Miami touchdown against uh, Patriots, they were all wide receivers that were used in that hook and ladder. Yeah, it's, it, that, was a, that was a crazy play, to, to say the least, Joe. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like you see it happen, and you're like, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. I think he was going to get in when he, when he 
held on to it around the 15 to 10 yard line and he ran in. I thought he, I thought I thought he was, was. going to be able to turn a corner. I thought he was going to get in. But as soon as he got there, I was like, son of a bitch is going to get the sideline and here we go. He's going to get the sideline and here we go. And Patriots fans everywhere were going crazy. Uh, yeah, David Price checks and Gronk was falling on his face. It was awesome. <laughs> it really was. It was David not, it was, Price is falling on the show? Not, not David Price, the, the, the pitcher. David Price, the, 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 the gentleman. Oh, the gentleman. The gentleman. He's a gentleman. Okay. He's a gentleman. He's a real mensch. Now, uh, Josh Johnson for the Skins, who came in for Mark Sanchez. 11 to 16, 195 yards, touchdown and a pick, seven rushes, 45 yards, and another touchdown. Crystal, can I have one other one, please? Yeah. Thanks, please. Uh, 29 and a half points. Andrew Luck at Houston, 27 out of 41, 399 yards. One more yard. Would have been a five-point bonus for some people in fantasy football, which would have came out huge. They got, yeah, shut, they got shut out, though, didn't they? No. Oh. He had, three touch, he had two touchdowns and an interception. Oh, I'm sorry. Six rushes, 16 yards. Did okay. you do any kind of homework? Never. 27.6 points. T.Y. Hilton, nine receptions, 199 yards, 24.9 points. Joey Mix at the Chargers, 26 carries, 111 yards and a score, five receptions, 27 yards, 22.3 points. Nick Mullins against Denver, 20 out of 33, 332 yards, two touchdowns at a pick, five rushes for minus 10 yards. That's not good. Uh, one of those scores was for 85 yards to George in Kittle. Seven receptions for 210 yards, and, and that touchdown, that 85-yard touchdown, that aforementioned touchdown to George Kittle. Um, that guy is, is single-handedly, like, saving people's fantasy lives. Yeah, all in the first half. He had 210 yards receiving in the first freaking half, dude. Jesus That's insane. As, as uh, Joe Quillen over here says, he almost broke the all-time tight end receiving record. What is the record, Joe? Uh, John Leon says, have a great show and tell Rafino to smile once in a while. He can't smile. He's got nothing to no, smile about. What am I going to smile about? Exactly. You got half a beer. Are you Miller Lite? Yeah, I'm going Miller Lite. Huh. It's like a glass of water. That's okay, though. Sometimes yeah, you need to hydrate. That's why I have a couple of them. Carson Wentz at Dallas, 22 at 32, 228 yards, three touchdowns, four rushes for minus three yards, 26.7 points. Ezekiel Elliott, 28 carries, 113 yards, 12 receptions for 79 yards for Zeke, 25.2. Dak Prescott. Not to be outdone by Carson in this game. 42 of 54, 455 huge yards, three touchdowns, two picks, four rushes for two yards, 41.2 points. And then Amari, are you fucking kidding me, Cooper? The man who was on a milk carton for an entire season until I swept him up off the street, put him on my roster when I was dead and gone, and turns around and goes 10 receptions, 217 yards, Three touchdowns, one from 75 yards out, and the other one coming from the heavens on what was the game winner in overtime and helped me win my fantasy league game to get to the semifinals. And I know what everybody's saying, oh, you're cheering for I wasn't cheering for him. I wanted the Eagles to win the game. I thought I was done. I was down by 50-something points. I didn't care. I wanted the Eagles to win the game. I I don't care about that kind of stuff. I was rooting for the Eagles to win the game, not only because I had money on them, but also because I I was rooting for the Eagles to win the game. I wanted to see their season continue. It was a fluke play. It's a total fluke play. And a lot of people were saying, why didn't he just knock the ball down? Well, because he was there was pushed first. Well, there's one, but there's also the fact that his eyes are basically looking to intercept that ball yeah, because yeah. he can go the other way with it, number one. Number two, there's not much time left yeah, handing there. So it was you, a reactionary play. You got to make a play, man. And it's just a freak. It was a fluke play, and it went into his hands. It went in the end zone. And it got me, it got me to win. And it is what it is. And Amari Cooper's, again, the Eagles now, again, being, being our team from Philadelphia here and, and my favorite team. The Eagles are now behind the eight ball. They control their own destiny. Kinda. <laughs> that first round pick wasn't that bad now, is it? No. Everybody laughed at it. Yep. It's, 
paying off pretty good. It is right play, now. it's playing off huge for them right now. Um, and also, I don't think Cooper has made one reception. Where, well, maybe that one that he burned on, um, he burned Jones on. But the other ones. Yeah, and Sidney Jones looking more and more like the biggest mistake in, in, yeah, in, in history. right? Here. Well, not in history, but in the last several years for the Eagles because you wasted a second-round pick on a guy when you clearly needed a running back who on, on, a, on a cornerback who wasn't going to be ready for a year. Looks like he's going to be ready for the next two years. He still looks a, sl- a step slow. He still doesn't look like he's all the way back, and he's, he's slight. He's getting pushed around all over the damn place. Yeah. He's got to put on some weight. If you're slow and you can't tackle, you have a problem. You're a really shitty quarterback. Yes, you're very. You're. It's not exactly the, the uh, a, one or the other. It's not a recipe for success at the cornerback position in the NFL. No. I'll go ahead and say that. Um, but the Eagles this week, and we'll talk about that later on in the pick segment. They travel to the Rams uh, in LA, and um, this yeah. could pretty much be the nail in the coffin for the Philadelphia Will the Eagles. The dumpster be traveling with them. No. No. No, 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 no. It's 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 gonna it's gonna. Well, they got plenty of dumpsters out there in LA anyway. Yeah, true. People, plenty of people living in them as well. You and me, pretty soon if things keep going the way it is. Uh, but he, I'll go to LA. but Amari Cooper had forty nine point seven points. Jimmy Juju Schuster at Oakland. He had eight receptions for one hundred thirty yards, two touchdowns, twenty nine points, and the Bears defense stifled the Rams for uh, twenty seven points. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> SOBs, Leonard Fournette at Tennessee, 14 carries, 36 yards, two receptions for five yards, five points. Isaiah Crowell at Buffalo, two carries, five yards, one reception for minus two yards, 1.7 points. Charles Clay for the Bills, one of the only healthiest offensive weapons they have. One reception, five yards. Devin Funch is at Cleveland, squad douche. Duke Johnson on the other sideline, two carries for minus six yards, which is actually worse than... What Devin Funches did, <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, Calvin Ridley at Green Bay, worst game of his rookie career, one reception for 10 yards. Jimmy Graham continues to have a horrible year, two receptions for 13 yards. James White at Miami, only four carries for James, 13 yards, two receptions for 15 yards, 3.9 points. Devontae Parker had one reception for 18 yards. Traquan Smith at Tampa, zeros across the board. Chris Goodwin, one reception for 13 yards in the same game. Adrian Peterson. Uh, at the Giants, flip the switch in the opposite direction this time. 10 carries, 16 yards, one reception for three yards. Golden Tate at Dallas, one reception, 1.7. Every single Eagles running back except for Sproles who managed to fall forward into the end zone for a touchdown. That was a horrible, horrible display of running by the Philadelphia Eagles. Deuce Staley needs to go. Yes, he does. Sorry, but supposedly he's in charge of the – Running back rotation. A lot of people are asking for Deuce Dale to get a chance to do this, get a chance to do this. He's got a chance to go pump gas somewhere else. Yeah, what he needs to do is, again, first, Deuce, because I love you, lay off the beef low main. Seriously, it's time. Take a break. Oh, he was, I loved him as a player, man. I loved him as a player. Pittsburgh, was, Philly, he was awesome. I was watched phenomenal. my first Eagles game was November 30th uh, against the – was one on my birthday. It was the, the Bengals versus the, versus the Eagles. Bobby Hoying start. Ooh. Deuce Daly was a kick returner. And I'll never forget being at the vet here in the Deuce. I love that whole Deuce deal. I he did. Was, he was a returner? I don't remember He was a kick that. returner, too. Really? Yeah, he played the kick return. Now, again, I loved him. I thought he was great. But I got to be honest with you, man. As a running backs coach, I'm not impressed. Not at all. And I'm not impressed. And I'm not going to sit here and catapult him to be an offensive coordinator anytime soon. No. All right? Kathy Carmino, Doug's wife's going, what about my boys? Dallas two, birds zero. Yeah, that's great. A tip of the cap to you. I mean, listen, you guys are moving on and we're not. She should move back to Dallas where she grew up. It is what it is. All right. The ca- hey, listen, the Cowboys won. We talk a lot of smack. We can take some back. 
All right, they won. Fair yeah, and square. They, they beat us. They had, you know, they no, beat I us. Say it's fair and square, well, I was gonna, not, I was gonna, I'm I was gonna mention the refs and everything else oh, like that too. Refs, but that, I, you can't. See, that's the thing too. The tire thing of blaming the refs, but right. it was, it was a horrible performance. And all I will say is the positive thing about that game is that I have to tip my cap again to the to the guys on the field at the end of that game in the in the overtime session to ask any team to do what they did defensively and be on that field for eight minutes yeah. is a monumental task. So I again with all the injuries that they were riddled with. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't you, you can't put the blame there. I mean, seriously, it's hard to get it's hard to go the field on third down, especially when you're already spent. All where right. The been, where the hell's uh, Chris Long been for the last well twelve games? So here's the thing with Chris Long is that Chris Long last year was Chris Long, the, like he was just he was a, a good pass rusher who was able to help us win a Super Bowl because he was still able to get to the quarterback a little True. bit. This year, he's got just a little bit. Like he lost just a little bit, and that little bit is just enough. From for, from being getting your arm on the quarterback or just missing him, right? And he's just missing. I think it's he's a yes. He's got the mamuls and he's 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 very good at hurrying the quarterback, but he's not very good at touching the quarterback. And that's what he was able to do last year. And right. he's not able to get there this year. And that's what's that's what's hurting the Philadelphia Eagles up front as far as Chris Long goes. It's it's the fact that he's just not getting there as quickly as he was last year. He's a little bit slow, and I think it's – and that's to be expected. I mean, another year later in his career, um, you know, all the humanitarian work he's been doing, carrying all that stuff in his pocket is probably slowing him down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, I mean, he can't be that heavy. From, he's, he's, he's giving away all his checks. checks. Yeah, he's giving away all his money. Half this year. I mean, yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, that goes without saying. And, and, and I'm tired of people, oh, well, he's a good guy. Who gives a shit if he's a good guy? That's what I said. If the guy can't play, he can't play. That's what I said. You know? People are like, oh, Connor Barwin, I love me, ride Septon. Fuck Connor Barwin. He's a douchebag. You don't see the Yankees signing Mother Teresa, do you? Bitch can't hit a curveball. You watch what you say about Mother Teresa. She can't hit a curveball. No, she can't hit a curveball. You're right. You're trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. (laughs) So that's Um, why this can't be a fantasy baseball, because Jesus Christ would not be on there. Listen, the thing is, is that... When it comes to guys like Chris, I mean, I've been saying this about athletes all the time too. And like, I don't I, mean to say uh, Mother Teresa is a bitch. I never met her. She's not. She's a fantastic woman. Very, very sweetheart. Sorry. She is, dude. I take that back. Come on, man. On, on Jewish holiday day, this is what you're gonna do, even though she's not Jewish. Kenny Galladay at Arizona, two receptions for five yards. Uh, the entire Cardinals team as a whole. <laughs> uh, Jared Goff at Chicago, twenty out of forty-four for 186 yards and four interceptions, three point five points for Jared. It's a shame it? that uh, Adams wasn't on there. You know, seven carries, 30 yards. Would have been nice to maybe use him about six, seven. I forgot to write times. down the rest of the SOBs. That's probably about it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, rookie report, Sam Darnold at Buffalo, 16 out of 24, 170 yards, and a touch, touchdown and a pick for Sammy. Uh, Josh Allen, the same game, 18 to 36 for 206 yards, no touchdowns, but he did have nine rushes for 101 yards and a score. Nick Chubb against Carolina, 13 carries, 66 yards and a touchdown. Great Four receptions. For it is a great game. Baker Mayfield, 18 to 22. I don't know why I hit that. 238 yards, one touchdown. That's what she said. Four rushes for two yards. Calvin Ridley, son of a bitch. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Saquon Barkley, MVP. Austin Eckler against the Bengals, 15 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Two receptions for 28 yards. Philip Lindsay at San Fran, 14 carries for 30 yards and a score. Michael Gallup against the Eagles. He had four receptions, 24 yards. Josh Rosen against the Lions, 26 to 41, 240 yards and a pick. And Josh Reynolds. At Chicago, three receptions for 36 yards, 6.6 points. You impressed with, sorry, you were impressed with uh, Baker Mayfield? Yes. You think he was going to be a bust? You think it was like Manziel-ish? Or, nope, or? not at all. Not at all. I thought that the kick was flat-out play. Yeah. Flat-out play. He threw the ball better than Manziel did. Uh, he had better arm. Yeah. Much better arm than Manziel. And he's, he's, he's got a much better release. 
quicker release. And his decision making is is not bad for a rookie. It's not about not bad on rookie, but it's like he was like it looked like he was up to NFL speed already. Like the game right. wasn't too fast for him. Like you know, like the difference in in the between the NFL and college is that that window closes very very quick. Oh yeah, you know that window in college, you know, in the NFL shrinks by like half, and he was already ready to go, and. He plays with confidence. I don't want to say that he plays with swagger. I don't want my court like people are like I want my guy to play with swagger, man. He's got to be you know he's got to have that hip stuff. I'm like no, dude. Like nah. I want my quarterback to play with confidence. Like he goes out there, he's got the confidence in himself that he knows what he's doing, and his team has confidence in him. See, I like that in college when he was like flipping off the other team and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I got no problem dude, with that. Man. I have no problem with that whatsoever either. It's, like oh, it's sportsmanship. No, sportsmanship is ew sometimes, now, man. You're, you're you're in college. You're a professional athlete. If you're playing D1, you're big-time school. You are getting paid to play. You're getting you're, paid about $50,000 a year in college tuition to play. And you already got an agent. You already got money set aside. Come on. You're, you're a professional athlete already. It Look, doesn't matter. You want to talk about trash? Talk, uh, you, you have, how about this? Why don't we turn the music down, right, and turn the microphones up on an NBA court? Oh, that'd be nice. It's nothing but trash talking up and down, left and right. Michael Jordan talked more trash than anyone on the floor. Larry Bird was horrible, and I yeah. you don't even know that stuff, man. Yeah, they said that Iverson was like in tears the first time he played Jordan. Yeah, he, he talked nothing but trash the entire yeah. time. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'm all for that, man. Trash talk is a healthy thing. Just leave mamas out of this, all right? Ah. Let's get off of mamas. What are you going, white man can't jump? Because I just got off of yours, all right? Oh. Come on. Joe, you don't, <laughs> you don't touch mamas, all right, man? Your mother's an astronaut. I'm kidding. I'm, your mother's never been an astronaut. Your mother never was an astronaut. Your mother never be an astronaut. It's too fucking stupid anyway. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, injuries. Austin Hooper. He's questionable with the knee. He's got another one. He should be fine. LaShawn McCoy is day-to-day with the hamstring. Probably pulled the tip in someone. Big Ben missed the second half against the, um, against the Raiders. But he lock, said he's going to play against the Patriots. Did he lock Patriots. somebody in the bathroom? No. Oh. Ryan Tannehill has a right ankle injury. Quoted after the game saying, it feels like crap. That's a direct quote from Ryan Tannehill. It's kind of like an Embiid quote. Yeah. Jordan Reed sprained his foot. He's going to miss a few weeks, but we got to give him a roaring round of applause. Because Jordan Reed waited until week 14 to get hurt this year. Normally he's got three or four injuries by now. And he has not been concussed yet. He will finish one NFL season complete with no concussion history. Jordan Reed, congratulations, my brother. You avoided CTE. For one more year. <sighs> All right. Speaking of CTE, let's get down to the game. All right. So now, Luigi versus the listeners here, famous Jewish people. The listeners had the number one pick. It went with Jesus Christ. I countered that by going with Moses. I think I got the better of the two. You got to ask any legit Jew. I got a legitimate Jew here. We'll ask him later about this list. But it's the listener's pick. I'm going to throw it out to Joe Rafino to make it. It's been a while since he's made a pick, but he's going to make a pick now, and we'll throw out to Facebook and it's into uh, to Twitter in a second. Joe, you can go anywhere you want with this except for quarterback. Who's your Jew? I'm going to go with a running back here. Okay. Kind of a little guy. All right. Very elusive. Okay. A lot of, like, sleight of hand stuff. Okay. It's going to be Harry Houdini. I like Harry Houdini. You do, really? I do. Wow. That's, that's a good pick. You're getting praise early on That's one? a good pick. I'm going wide receiver, though. Taking one of my athletes. I'm wasting no time. I need a guy with rings. Taking Julian Edelman, the wide receiver. Really? 
Yeah, Moses to Edelman. Lock it down. <laughs> Nemiroff goes torpedo time. Joe, oh, Joe torpedo on. Joe and ass. All right. Now. So, so we all see how this works now. Again, um, and again, you could join in 619-924-9874. We got people chiming all over Facebook Live and social media. Uh, feel free to call in the program. And now, Joe. Yes, sir. Now, do we have a pick from Twitter? Uh, yeah, barbecue. All right. Our boy Barbecue Beef Balboa Street Bice. He's going he's gonna to make a selection for the listeners now. He, uh, quarterback was already taken. So quarterback we're gonna was already go, taken. going to go wide receiver, and I was, I was liking this guy anyway. Except, really, how is this league going to happen if they can't play on Sunday? What's that? No, it's a Thursday night game. Oh, okay, Thursday night game. <laughs> it's a Thursday, Thursday night Thursday game. Thursday night season? <laughs> <laughs> it was a Thursday night game. Come on, man. All right, so we're going to go uh, wide receiver. We're mm-hmm. going to go with our athlete, the number one ranked Jewish athlete of all time. Sandy Koufax. Okay. Where are you going? At wide receiver? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm taking my defense. I'm taking it early. I'm taking another athlete. I'm taking Bill Goldberg. Cut by the Atlanta Falcons. Taking Bill Goldberg at defense, baby. Yeah, he might be cut by defense, but he's got some of the greatest gifts of all time on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. All right, I know who I'm going to go with defense later on, but I'm not going to do it yet, though. You're not going to do it yet? Might, See, I don't want to go Sandy Koufax. I, he's, he's too generic. Well, I'm not going to go with an athlete for defense, but I already know who I want to. Well, you can do it right now if you want. Yeah, we're still going to go for another one? You can take another pick. Go for it. All right, cool. Because we're waiting for Charlie to call him with the Tuesday 10. So when Charlie calls him with the Tuesday all 10, right. Jesus. Uh, Andrew's over here. She's coloring. She's coloring during the show, and she's giving me shit. You got something you want to add to the program over there? What's it, what, are you, what are you playing over there? Great big word finds. I got a word for you to find, all right? Two Actually, words. it's a sentence. Two words. Joe knows what it is already. <laughs> shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? All right. Now, let's get back down to the business. Let's, let's, bring up, let's bring up an authentic Jew. Let's bring up my man Eric Cohen, all right, to the microphone. He's standing right over there. I want to thank you again for the cookie. It was phenomenal. It was very Incredible cool. cookie. Thank you so much. I mean, you came in here. That was a meal. The whole mishpuka, the bag, the whole nine. Dreidels, it so was it had to be. Uh, it was so good, I went man. to Jewish Deli, famous 4th Street. Been there forever. The best chocolate chip cookies ever. I, I, I'm not, it's not even debatable. I mean, I've eaten no. a couple of chocolate. I'm not a big cookie guy These as it is. free plugs we're giving them, too. I'm not a big cookie guy as it is. But... He comes in, he goes, this is the best chocolate chip cookie ever. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Everyone says that, right? I took one bite, and it wasn't even debatable. I'm like, I know I'm tasting the greatest thing I've ever, like, I'm, I'm eating the greatest chocolate chip. You know it. You know you're eating the best that's ever been made. That's it right there. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now. And I'm no stranger to sweets. Mm-hmm. That's a damn good cookie. It is a damn it good really cookie. Is. Now, Eric, I don't want you naming your, like, your accountant or any shit like that. I want some legitimate, famous Jewish people, all right? <laughs> okay? Do Jewish people have accountants? What, what, what positions are, are all right, open so to the listeners? The listeners have a running back open, a wide receiver, tight end, flex, defense kicker. All right, well, I'm going to go in a flex position because this, this person would need to be pretty flexible because he's going to handle all sorts of humanity. Uh, all right. And in having to handle all sorts of humanity, we're talking about the originator of modern psychology, and that's Sigmund Freud. That's defense. <laughs> I was going to go defense with that. Where are you going with it? I was going to go defense. With Sigmund Freud? Oh, yeah. Where'd you defense. take him? 
flex. flex. At your flex? See, that, to me, that's a wasted position. You go defense now. You can override this. You want to go defense? He can, he can, he can, Maybe you don't want to score. No, Maybe I, scoring I wanted to use him as defense, but uh, but Joe Rafino had already. It's like already, he, he stops you near the goal line. It's like, now, are you sure you want to cross yeah. this line? Because if you Would do. Would your mother really want you to yeah, do I don't that? understand. I mean, I think this line is a direct correlation between you and the relationship with you and your father. You hold that football like a penis. And the thing, yes. <laughs> By the time you sit there and even figure out what which way is left and right, you're already. That's yeah. not a bad defense. I think I'm going to go defense with that one. Yeah, that, okay. that was my choice for defense. It's not a bad defense. The old, old I'll help you guys out because I think so, I think so, you're already behind. So we're taking who did who did you have for 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 defense originally? Nobody. That's who I was going to take. Oh, okay. No, I wanted him as defense. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Defense. No, it's good. Oh, you okay. got Sigmund Freud is your defense. Yeah, because his defensive line. The only defense I know charges by the hour. He's going to be screwing up the offense, sir. People are making all these freaking, you know, all these picks on Facebook Live. Call in. Call in. The, I got the phone lines working, damn it. 619-924-974. You know the number. It's plastered to the goddamn top of the page. Yeah. Call in. My man. pick. I'm going. Yeah. I'm taking my flex, too. I'm going I'm to take my flex. I need my flex to be, like I said, I always have switchblade. You never know what's coming, right? Billy Bob Thornton? Versatile. Oh. Can do a lot of things. Very unpredictable. I'm taking a trio. I'm taking the Three Stooges at the Flex. They were all Jewish, my friend. Every single one. All three. Light it up. <laughs> Market. All four. Actually, actually, all four, really. Uh, no, there's more than that. There's five. Actually, six. Well, I think there's yeah, there's six. All right, so what do we got at the flex? Three With the flex, stooges. we got the three stooges. All three of them. Oh. It's a good pick. If I don't say so myself. People are starting to make some, some gestures here at, at, uh, at Moonshine. Joe, you got something? Yeah. Joe Quillen's Joe got a pick. Come over to the microphone. All right. Since you're taking three people for, for flex, I'm going to take 12. I'm going to take the 12 apostles. The 12 apostles. All right. For the flex? It's not bad. I could take. I'm not going to do this. One's a little. Strange. But I could take. I could take Jesus's kryptonite right now. Punches. I'm thinking about going Judas <laughs> right now. If I take Judas at my, ah, uh, see, I should start a holy war. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, Judas himself. Um. I'm going to go running back. I do like the 12 apostles, by the way. I'm going to go running back. I like a uh, short guy, a lot of character. Big ideas. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're not going to do it. Yeah. Mel Brooks. Oh, you go Mel Brooks right now. Greatest funny. Good to be the running back. Yeah. Good to be a running. It's good to be the running back. It's good to be the running. May the Schwartz be with you. He was next on your list. Now. He's phenomenal. James Brown saying good evening. Good evening to you, James Brown. James Brown? Yeah. yeah Mazel tov, man. You, you walked into the Hanukkah show. You got all the celebs calling. That's right. We took, we, took the, we took the menorah, threw it right in the dumpster. That's how we lit it on fire tonight. <laughs> now, this, let me give you a little rundown of the list here. And again, people, the phones are working, so damn it, call in. What is this? Uh, Charles Bell saying, what do you think of the Phillies? Um, huge splash. I hear Pat Falloon is next. <laughs> Pat Falloon. Well, Fletcher's going to Pat Falloon. Not a Jew. <laughs> All right. Chris Gratton. Chris Gratton's pretty good. 
Andrew McCutcheon coming to the Phillies. Eh, for, for what? For what? I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Is this, is this basically saying we're not going to get Harper? No, I don't think so. No? No, because I think he'll go to left, and then you will be able to use all those pawn pieces with that nice doable contract. You got Nick Williams. You got Altair. You got Roman Quinn. You got Nick Williams. Did I already say Nick Williams? You already said Nick Williams. I might have said him. You, you, you did say him. But all right. So you can move all those guys, and you can still go grab Madison Baumgartner. But again, oh, Bumgarner, you're talking about Bumgarner McCutcheon. I think Bumgarner and McCutcheon are, are two guys that are both two years gone. Nah, Mad Bum can still play. Uh, Bumgarner maybe, but, but not for, not for McCutcheon. I think McCutcheon, like, like, again, once the braids are gone, we're gone, he was done. He did lose a little bit. He was done. I mean, you saw a decline already happening in San Fran. I, I just think we overpaid for that. Well, we'll see. I mean, he's going to be starting. You know, but Charles, Charles over here, Charles Bowles says Harper to the Dodgers. Machado to the Yankees. The Yankees have been rumored to say, actually, they haven't been rumored to say, they'll flat out say, we don't want Harper. See, and I love that. I so love do I. Teams say, you know, like, oh, the Giants aren't going to trade Baumgartner. Okay. Right. And everybody believes that because right. there's no way a team would be throwing that out there to maybe, maybe increase that pot a little bit. Of course. That's exactly you what know, they're doing. People are idiots. Have you watched Storage Wars? <laughs> Seriously. Right. Uh huh. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what we did. So I, I, think, I think it was a little too um, – again, McCutcheon, Eric Cohen says McCutcheon uh, is only 32 years old. That's not all for baseball. And it's not. It's not. I just think that we got a guy it, – it's, it's, it's obviously he's on the downside, though. He st- you saw the decline start to happen. I just don't think he was – I don't think he was. Um, he had some injuries. He was ripe for the pick. I, I just, I'm not a, I'm not a, I was a, I am a fan of McCutcheon. I was a fan of him when he was in Pittsburgh. I'm just oh, not a fan of him right now. Absolutely love him. He's a great, you know, he's, he's, he's another, he's, he's a great guy. He does have to grow his beer back and the dreads. He's a hell of a ball player, man. You know, he comes in here looking like Meek Mill, and I, I'm not, I'm not with that. You know, I'm not with that. Um, let's, uh, let's get back to the, let's get back to the business here. All right. All right. Let's get back to the business. I got, I got the next pick. But you do have the next pick. All right, so you're going to make um, – let me announce the picks. If I may, please. You, you may. Thank you. So the listeners, a quarterback have Jesus Christ, their running backs Harry Houdini, their wide receiver Sandy Koufax, the flex is the 12 apostles, the defense is Sigmund Freud. Luigi, me. My quarterback is Moses. Running back is Mel Brooks. My wide receiver is Julian Edelman. My flex is the Three Stooges, and my defense is Bill Goldberg. People are over here uh, – Having a conniption on, on Facebook Live over the, uh, <laughs> over the Andrew McCutcheon thing. We're talking fantasy football here, goddammit. Well, what's, what's wrong? What, they think it's good? No. They don't like them. No. Well, the consensus is going up and down. We'll post a poll. <laughs> We're a legit show. We'll post a poll. All right. What's the pick, Rafino? All right. So I'm going to go with a female who also is an athlete. And he's p- probably one of the most decorated female athletes out there. Many, many Olympic appearances and gold medals. Okay. And that would be uh, Dara Torres. What? Who? You know, the swimmer. Oh, bud. I hate, oh, I hate, I hate to do it to you. You got to be kidding I hate to do it to you. Nah, that's a shame. That's, that's the one that's, that's going to. You know the swimmer? I thought you were going to take the, 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 the other guy, the, the, the greatest racquetball player in the history of, like, racquetball. I don't know. Rack it's not good. Oh, that's bad, dude. Buddy. I'm going to put her as my kicker, though. 
Put anything you want. Um, <laughs> all right. So you're going to go with Streisand now? No. Okay. Going wide receiver. <laughs> no, I'm going tight end. Did you just call her a whore? Tight end. <laughs> I'll take uh, someone just called Barbara Streisand a whore. Not, gonna, not inaccurate. You're going to go tight end with Barbara Streisand? Tight end. No. Yeah, I will take tight end. I'll take my, I'll take my woman now. I'm taking Jamie Lee Curtis. Tight end. Is She's Jewish. Look it up. No. Look it up. I don't, I don't worry about that. Is she a woman, though? Yes. You sure about that? Positive. There's a lot of talk about no, that. No, 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 no. She's all the way. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Tight end that age well, my friend. My tight end. Yes. I picked her as my, my, female, my female Jew. The Hermie division. The Hermie division. Now. Let's get back down she to the looks list. like John Bon Jovi. Joe, now, you've been away, right? I've been away, yes. What the hell have you been doing? Because <laughs> it's, like, it's been like two months. I've had like 17 different people sit in this freaking chair. Corrado's still stuck in the Republican, People's Republican New Jersey. Yeah, he can't get out. What's going on? I've been doing a lot of baseball lessons, man. I had some clinics, camps. What's that? Joe? Yeah, he's got, now he's got MasterCard issues. This is what his problem is. <laughs> um, no, it was... Down there uh, doing my third job that I have in uh, Mike Trout's hometown in Millville. Okay. Doing uh, baseball lessons down there. You still where, where's the clinic at that you're doing? It's a uh, it's uh, Phenom Factory. Phenom Factory. Okay. Yeah, it's on Eighth Street in Millville. If you live down there, everybody knows where it's at. Okay. It's well, a if you don't. Place. Now you're doing you're doing hitting lessons, right? Yes, sir. All right, good stuff. Which I get some uh, inside information. From some people who were very well. Uh, you got sources. I got sources. You got sources. I, I do have sources. Okay. People who were or in at, the know. People who were at the wedding, Mike Trout's wedding. Ah. People who know him very well said so he's not coming. People will hook me up with a autographed hat on Thursday night. Uh, yeah, but try getting a football from his hands. <laughs> yeah, he's only got a you know whole room full of them. But yeah, the, the the word is from them. The family says. They do not want him up here. They do not want him in New York because it is too close, too much of a distraction. and uh, too, too much of a distraction from what? Just family, friends, people harassing him. L.A., I think he can walk around in L.A. and nobody really bats an eye at him. Here, people will be all over the place. Oh, yeah, no you doubt know, about like it. Like outside of Millville, you know. They'd be throwing footballs through his window. Yeah. Seriously, like Everybody Zach Ertz and Carson Wentz will be sitting out front of his porch every time he wakes up. There'd be his, his, <laughs> his morning paper and his morning football. Right. Every single time. But would Wentz be able to look at Trout if Ertz was there? Because you know he stares at Ertz all the time. I know. It's so sad, dude. It's sick. You can't, you can't get tape more than two passes a game, you know, because he's staring at Ertz the whole time. It's amazing. Goddard, he must have thought the wrong white guy out there and he threw it to Goddard a couple times. That was a hell of a play, by the way. That was a hell of a catch and run by Guy. There's no way oh, that should have The one where he got drilled in the yes. head and the, the helmet to yeah, helmet that, hit? That was absolute ridiculous. That's what I thought the call was for, not for offensive interference? Well. That was, that was bad. Well, speaking of bad. But Dallas, Dallas Goddard is going to be a stud. Speaking of bad, let's go to Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Yo, what's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? What are you eating, Charlie? Uh, we had uh, chicken, uh, crust, uh, bread, chicken parm crusted with, uh, wait, I'm sorry. Bread crusted with uh, Parmesan on a chicken. There you it was go. Pretty good. Good stuff, man. What the? It was, what? Uh, 
Wait, wait a minute, wait. Pizza. You had bread crusted on a chicken. <laughs> what the, what the f- it was it was Parmesan and bread crusted chicken. Got it. Oh, so you had the Parmesan cheese with the bread crust. Oh, oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what kind of? It was a, it was a yeah, it's like a layer of chicken. Some dour sherry. Where the hell did you go, man? <laughs> Yeah, is this Steve Filippo calling from his car right now? Like, what the hell is going on? All right. Charlie, Dr. Capish, Charlie's on the line with us right now. He calls in every single week with his Tuesday 10. We're going to uh, – I got Joe here to answer the questions with me this week, which will be a lot of fun. And uh, Charlie, do you have a Jew for the end of, for the, end of the, uh, end of the call? Oh, I, I, I do, man. I, I, as a member of the tribe, I, uh, I do have – a Well, I think I do. I got to hear – I got to get a rundown of who's all been selected so far, but – I'm Who's pretty sure I got one for us. Run down in my ear. I uh, will get you. We'll get you all caught up. But until then, yeah. let's speed this up. Let's go, Chuck. Oh. Tuesday, ten. All right, rock and roll. Did you survive the first round of the fantasy football? Yes, playoffs? sir, I did. By a tenth of a point, one stinking yard, the smallest margin of victory possible, one forty-seven to one forty-six point nine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Amari Cooper. Congratulations. Did you? No, I did not. I, I fell off. Thanks to uh, a lot of things. Well, did you did you ask me? Did you talk to me about it? You did help me out with my lineup. It just it just wasn't enough. Luigi, when you lose as many when you lose as many players as I did, it uh it don't help whatsoever. No, so, yeah, my my pick's still there. I just saw, I, I just got it taken. Uh, catch her off. Wow, this team, both teams are friggin'. Oh, oh, you take the Charlie the lineup. Yeah. This is good, man. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Chuck Moses and Christ went one and two. Well, the, the listeners oh, took yeah, Christ. They should have. Man. The, yeah, but the listeners took Jesus Christ at number one, and I took Moses at two. But but I think Moses was the better pick. I don't know about that. Moses, man. the greatest Jew yeah, in the history you're, you're of. You're gonna uh, tell me that that Moses throws a better a better hail mary than Jesus Christ? No, but listen, he can the, read a game time. But here's the thing, though. though, is that Jesus, right? Jesus Christ. He kind of did his own thing, right? Like, Moses followed direction to a T. He led his team. He led an entire freaking just civilization to victory. Christ is injury prone. He's injury prone. I I know he bounced back with the the knee and the leg and the arm thing, but but he's injury prone. I'm with you, Luke, because, you know... (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus knew he was going to lose. That's what I'm and saying. Nothing. About exactly. It. He threw the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Jesus right. knew he was going to lose. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He still led his team in the battle. He was Phil Crew. He could have stopped. He, he Paul Crew. Paul Crew. Paul Crew. Sorry, my bad. St- it's all right. He could have stopped you. at any single time <laughs> and said, "Hey guys, listen. You know, I know how to say the jig is up. <laughs> you know, I'm going to lose this thing. We're, we're throwing it. <laughs> we're throwing." It. <laughs> So all I'm saying is that <laughs> Moses, again, now Jesus could walk on water. Again, cool party trick. That's fun. Nice. But Everybody Moses plays. can part defenses, man. You play in a dome, you don't have to worry about the water. And again, he's like, he's like, he's like a, you know, you do like John, you know, maybe you have like the, the coaches do like the, you know, the, 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 uh, the whiteboard. I mean, you saw him on there with the yeah. commandments. I mean, you said just, just rattling them off the plays, man. Rattling off plays. Microsoft sponsored <laughs> tablet. It's beautiful. He's got the tablet. Perfect. Yeah, that's why I mean he's 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 the he's the yeah, perfect quarterback. Son of a bitch has got bad hands. He broke one. Yeah, but he continued to play. He's got tough. He's got moxie. <laughs> that kid's got moxie. All right. All right, Chuck. Moving on. All right. Number two. Whose fantasy 
production dropped off the most throughout the season that killed you in fantasy football this year? Uh, that killed me in fantasy football production. Uh, let's see here. I would think... That guy that you drafted that... <laughs> I would say... That was cut? No. Um, no, nah, not Carson. No, Carson Wentz has been pretty steady across the board. Le'Veon? Uh, <laughs> Le'Veon never really got started. Uh God, guys' production really fell off. Uh, yeah, whatever you have. Look at a guy like Devin Funches out there in, in Carolina. Now, I didn't draft him, uh, but you're talking about a guy who last year was, um, you know, an ascending talent and a, uh, and a number one receiver out there in Carolina. And then all of a sudden, this year, I mean, he, dude, he's not even getting targeted. I mean, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel out there are getting all the targets. And you're talking about a team last week who just lost, excuse me, who just lost Greg Olson for the season again and possibly his career. He didn't even get a look. I mean, Devin Funch didn't even get looked at. So, I mean, there, there's a guy who's, whose production fell completely off. Uh, another guy, Michael Crabtree. Uh, he's a guy who, we ha- who I, I had in, in another league, in, in our league, in our Funk and Fantasy League. Um, you know, he was always good for at least, you know, 85, 90 catches a year, 1,000 yards, seven, eight, nine touchdowns, no problem. This year, he's, 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 about, half the, he's about halfway there. I don't have his exact statistics there, but it's about halfway there. And, you know, Eric Cohen over here mentions Golden Tate. Golden Tate completely fell off since he's uh, come here to Philadelphia. That's a shame because that's not on him at all. It's not I, on I him at all. I don't think it's – I was at the game. I saw him a little bit. He's open a couple times. Yes. I was me – me, I took me and, my, uh, me and my son went to the Monday night game. Jason Nemiroff says Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar is a guy who fell off for him. Again, that was a guy who was ascending last year, had a bust-out season, and then yeah, all of a sudden did. this year completely falls off. Yeah. You know, and, and I can't explain it. I mean, it's – it's, he had it, a couple drops, too, though, so he didn't help himself. He did have a few drops, but the, the looks aren't there. I mean, no. I thought this guy would be getting a lot more looks, but you're right. I mean, you, you know, Zach Ertz has been dominating the offense here in Philadelphia. I mean, they, he's literally like 85% of the freaking passing yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. A lot of people are getting all excited about that, and, that, you know, and that's a hell of a feat. You know, like Chad Lewis had uh, 110 yeah, it, catches the one It year, is, which, but, but it's like winning the MVP and not making the playoffs. Exactly. It's, it doesn't matter. What are you doing to your team? Because, you know, and it's great that he's catching it, he might, out of, what, 97 catches he's got this year, he might have about 10 yards after the catch. So, I mean, he's just a possession guy, which is nice to have, but, man, spread it out a little bit. Yeah, ex- I'm, which, I'm, I'm with you, 100%. They were so successful last year because of that. You know, they were hitting 10 different guys all over the field, deep, you know, little drop passes, everything, everything was there. Now it's just all the same stuff to Ertz constantly. I think um, that was definitely, that was, you know, again – those are a few names for you. Um, is there any specific position you're looking for? Oh, I'll tell you another guy. I, Jimmy Graham completely fell off the face of the earth. He got yeah, there was my right? tight end. You know, there's a guy that, again, he fell completely off the, off the face of the earth. And I don't know what's happening there. I mean, that guy is, it was in a, a great spot to basically just kind of just re-energize his career, to revive it. I mean, you're out there with Aaron Rodgers. You got all these other weapons around you. You're basically like the fourth option out there. He's done nothing. Literally, he's had like two games the entire season. And this, and then now coming up in the in the, in the fantasy playoffs, you know, you almost have to start the guy because you're hard pressed to find anything else for him. Right. And now, when you're in the, like a lot of rosters during the during the uh, the playoffs, they lock. So you can't make moves unless you have an injury. Oh really? No. Oh, that's good. Man. That's I a good like thing because you can't just keep flip flopping players. Do like my I, ro- my roster's lock. I played with a family when they would do is they'd cut their you know they all lived in the same house so hey I'm gonna cut this guy and then it would go through waivers real quick and then bam, you right. know the dad gets it. It's like oh that's that's nice. 
Don't yeah, ever, that's worse crap. Don't, yeah, don't ever play with a people, you know, all in the same household. It's not a good idea. No. All right, Chuck. Next question. Number three. Number three. Who's your favorite historical uh, Jewish figure? Well, we're 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 making a list of them right now. <laughs> I don't a list of them. I, I figured I'd my go favorite, with what you were going with. My favorite. I, I mean, but who's your favorite? Is it Moses? Is it Jesus? Mel Brooks didn't die. Is it somebody it's, it's, else? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm partial to Mel Brooks because I love yeah. everything the guy's ever done. Oh, he's I, got a direct line to my funny bone. I got my next wide receiver now. So I, I think I have to, I have to say my, my favorite. Yeah, it's, it's got to be Mel Brooks. I mean, it has to be. I mean, if we're talking in, in reality, then, yeah, I mean, I, I am Catholic and Jesus Christ and Moses and all those people. They're in my top. They're, they're on my Mount Rushmore. You know I mean? they're on my <laughs> of Mount, road bearers? Of, of, yeah, exactly. They're on my Mount Rushmore of... Uh, you a toga guy, Bo? <laughs> you sarong guy, Bo? Um, uh, we're going off the rails. That's outrageous. That's, uh, that's egregious. Been saying that you want me, you want me, you just want me to do the damn. I do. You I just want me to do. The, you just want me to do the voice. <laughs> oh man, missed, that's your craziest, bro. I miss the phone calls, bro. Yeah. Uh, I used to call Joe Rafino's phone all the time and leave him the craziest voice messages of all time about cars. You have, have you ever have you ever heard these things, Charlie? No. Uh, we got to post the voicemails. No. We got to. You got to post. You know what, Joe? You got to post. You got to yeah, post gotta, them. Gotta go you got to. Go he's got the voicemail like. saved. You got to post them. They're fantastic. Now, uh, yeah, I would say it's got to be for me. It's got to be Mel Brooks because he, he's giving me so much joy. Okay. What about you, Joe? No, I like Mel Brooks. Uh, my other guy that I'm going to pick uh, is still alive, but I'll, I'll get to him in a little bit. He'll be my wide receiver. Okay. But uh, I like Floyd. Uh, you're going wide receiver. I got Dick Good. I'm going running back. Right. But I did, I did like Floyd, though, because I did take a couple of psychology courses, and uh, I really enjoyed that stuff. That was pretty cool. Where's your favorite... I'm sick and don't want to be bothered spot. Oh, like your fortress of solitude? Mm-hmm, but you're sick. Well, yeah, the bedroom's kind of like the, the de facto one, right? But I'm going to go with the living room. I'm going to go with the living room. So you, got, you, got, you, got, you, got plenty of, you got fresh light coming in if you need it, right, from the uh, windows. But I'm not feeling good. I don't want the light. I like the couch because you got the ability to lie or sit down. I like to have the option. That you got the ki- normally depending on where you live and how your house is set up, you got the kitchen to your right or your left, no more than five six feet. Front door is there, so if anybody knocks on the door, or you're waiting for a package. You don't got to get up and get out of bed to go downstairs or go from the other room into the next one to go to the front door. You got the apps, man. You know when it's you know, no, 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 no. I don't live that freaking lazy. I'm lazy, but not that lazy. Oh, I like it. You got to get your steps in too, by the way. How you doing? You losing weight? Yeah, man. I'm at. Uh, so you got to get your steps in. How many steps are you in for I'm today? At Eleven thousand today. See, you're Four, doing well. I was doing good, man. You're doing well. Yesterday. So you should be, you should be, you shouldn't be worried about apps and all that other stuff. I don't have to worry uh, about When you order your food, you can, you know, again, if you, you know, you got the Grub Hub coming or whatever it is. I go out and get it. You go out and get it. I go out and get my my. Jesus. Charlie, yeah, what, are you, what are you doing? Did you skin in a cat? What's that? What are you Drop doing? Drop your phone in the toilet again. <laughs> you know, when I order my uh, breaded Parmesan crusted chicken, I uh, I go up and get it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> It's damn good. Now mine's mine's bedroom, man. Lock, close the door, get it dark. Leave me alone. Tell him. Yeah, bedroom is <laughs> gonna be the fortress. I like the living room. I'm a living room guy. 
Andrea agrees. Bedroom. bedroom. I'm a living room guy. All right, moving on, Chuck. All right, what chore do you forget to do the most? Vacuum. I hate the vacuum. I'll dust. I'll spend. I'll dust. It on I'll, I'll, I'll dust like Cinderella. I'll mop. I'll do whatever you need. I'll clean the bathroom. I'll scrub toilets. But for some reason, man, it's just a pain in the ass to get the vacuum yeah, out you, and unravel the wire. You, gotta you put, got that one section that the cord's just, just not long yeah, enough. You, you got to stop. You got to stop. Unplug, 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 unplug. It's a pain. The vacuum is the worst. Is the most dreaded chore. But I'll do dishes. All day. I mean, I like dish pan hands. I don't mind it. It's okay. I like doing dishes. I was a dishwasher when I was in in high school. It's like um. Actually, no. no it's no. almost therapeutic for me. Hey, Jose's just just checked in. Jose Cologne, everybody. What up? Now, Jose, you should call in if you get a chance, buddy. It's been a while since I said hi to you. Plus, you know, Jose on Hanukkah. Uh, nothing goes. Uh, better nothing goes better. Than that. Better. You know, <laughs> that's like Reese's peanut butter yeah. cup. Right? It's like lamb and tuna fish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. What up, Ed Snyder? So, yeah, vacuuming has definitely got to be it for me. Plus, it's noisy as hell, man. Yeah. It's it just it just it just drowns everything out. It makes you go fucking crazy. It just sucks. Like this podcast. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> it just sucks. It just sucks. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't even repeated that. Oh, my it bad. just fucking sucks. There you go. It <laughs> fucking sucks to be out here with this out of control shit. <laughs> All right. Next guy's question. So, guy's so angry. What's the most disorganized part of your life? This is it right here. This podcast, every single Tuesday night from 7 to 8 p.m., is the most disorganized thing in my life because everything I need to go right goes wrong. It's just total, utter chaos, and a dumpster fire ensues every single week no matter how hard I prepare or what I do. Eric Cohen says try the opposite. Summer of George. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start doing the opposite. We're starting the show at 4 o'clock in the afternoon from now on, folks. Right in out. time for drive time. Exactly. I'd have to see that. Yeah, this has been, this is absolutely the most, um, the most disorganized part of my life, but yet, my favorite. I'd have to go with my billing. Your billing? Yeah, my bills. Very disorganized, but I'm on a budget now. I'm like actually uh, responsible. No. Yeah, man. You need an accountant? Okay. No. Because we've got, we got plenty of Jewish accountants out there. Don't worry about it. We get, we'll get you an account. We'll get the, we can get you a numbers guy. I, I, got, I got one. I can crunch some numbers for you, Joe. Thanks, Charlie. What about you, Chuck? <laughs> What's your least favorite one? Dude, mine in my car. Cleaning your car? My car is so disorganized. My car is so disorganized, I can't even get control of it. Is the steering wheel on the left? You don't even want to see my car, man. Is the steering wheel on the left, at least? No, it's, uh, it might be in the middle. I don't know. It's kind of... You, you remember Urkel's car from the... Uh, He's a real dude. From uh, Family Matters? Yeah, I remember that. Don't tell me yeah, you have one of those car. little cars. The car opens up in the front? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. If you have no, one of those, I, got, I swear to... I, I, you drive bring a Chevy, it. I, I drive a Chevy Spark. <laughs> it's just too you small. drive a Chevy really Spark? Is that because of like a yeah, tailpipe man. sparking when it's driving? Char if anybody have seen Charlie, Charlie's Charlie's bigger than the car. <laughs> Pretty much. Not in a bad way. Charlie's just a wide guy. It's like I don't know how the hell you fit in that thing. Dude, I do. <laughs> I I'm shifty, man. Like I I I'm able to shift my weight around it. It works. Can you get out of it though? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Ferrer says All it's right. a BMW Isetta. Look this car up. It's really cool, Joe. And while you're, up, while you're on your phone, check out Funkin' Fancy on Twitter. See what the hell's going on. Uh, all right, Chuck. Next question. All right. What's your favorite tea bag? 
Where is it? <laughs> My favorite tea bag. You mean like what chick? Like the the, 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 the no. Just be real like, clear on the next thing you say. Bag. When you're sick and you're throwing a tea bag in a cup. Oh. oh. <laughs> Elaborate. I like a little. Uh, I like a little ginseng. Uh, I go green tea. Ginseng. Ah, green tea. You go basic. You're basic bitch. Green tea and honey. I man. like ginseng and I, I like the shit. ginseng and lemon. Yup. And li- low Lipton. Dude, I Lipton like the guy? Lipton, Lipton. The Lipton black tea, man. Lipton black tea. Come on, that's just standard. Ooh. Just that's crap. Nah. Angel, why are you so upset? Yeah, you just slam stuff on the table. See, I What's the matter? A couple of Pinot Grigios. You little... Uh, oh, my God. Of, you know. that's like I'm the, just kidding. Relax. That's like the uh, Lightning McQueen guys. Um, yeah, that thing's cool. Isn't that thing awesome? Yeah. I want to get one of those things. I have one, actually. It's my Mini. I just opened it up from the side. <laughs> <laughs> it's a step up from the Mini Cooper. Now... No, I take the uh, green tea and honey, man. I, I, like, I like a ginseng. But also, and that's why I don't get but, sick. Uh, but also, speaking of, I'm, I, I like a nice Earl Grey too. Earl Grey. Earl Ooh. Grey tea is good. I don't drink tea. Bye. Love you, Joe. Say, Andrew. Yeah, okay, there you go. The, the See, John Luke Picard. Uh, I'm. I, I like. I like. I like. Uh, See, I like my green tea, but I like green tea. Um, I like it cold. Yeah, cold. 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 And then I went to this Indian restaurant. It was called. The pal, ready for this? Surprise, surprise. Woo woo Indian or? The, the palace of, no, dots, not feathers. It was the palace of India, not the mouse in the palace. No. I had, um, God damn, see, this is the most unorganized part of my day. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I went to this place called the palace of India for dinner, right? And they, I had this, like, um, this, this certain, like, tea they make. And you drink it, like, with the, like, during the meal. You could drink it, like, during the meal. Like, I don't ever have anybody drinking hot tea during the meal. No, it's right there on Pashyunk Avenue. Right at Pashyunk Avenue. Right at like, uh, what is that? What street is it? No, it's not over by Steph Curry. Oh, God, that's just... Jesus. Get it? Curry, Indian? Get it? No. Indian? Oh. Ah, there we go. Explain it more. That bastard, doesn't, that bastard doesn't believe in the moon landing. Speaking of bastards, let's get moving on here with this damn question. What's that? All right. Next one, please. What Bible story is most inspiring to you? David and Goliath. David and Goliath, absolutely, without a doubt. Some heavy foreshadowing. Yep. <laughs> Knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm going David and Goliath. Yeah, I mean, it just it just goes to show you that you know it just. It's you can big overcome guy takes You down. can overcome anything. You know? Every little guy takes down big guy. Exactly. Yep. So I'm not real big on like the actual Bible stories, but that one little saying, that one little story they have with the uh, footsteps in the sand. Yeah, that's a good one too. I like that's uh, that, the one where it's like. Um, yeah, I was by myself, and no, I was carrying you. Yeah, no, exactly. You were was, carrying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a great that's, story that's too. That's a good one. That's always good for. Uh, I think they. I think you can see that. Uh, at, uh, I think they have it all over Bed Bath & Beyond, written like all kinds of stupid shit. My mom had that hanging up in her bathroom, so I'd be able to read that every once in a while. Yeah, my mom did too. When I was standing up. <laughs> all right, next question. For what do you have the best inside information? So what could be gambling? What sources could deep be... within? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what do you, what do you have the in on? I, I got I got a few irons in the fire as far as like the four major sports groups go here in Philadelphia. I do. I have a few irons Ooh. in the fire. Um, I got a 
I have a few in the gambling world too. Um, I can give one source. You look at me, Joe, like you got something. You got something? Oh, yeah. I already mentioned it. Go ahead. A little bit of Mike Trout stuff. Oh, you got the Mike Trout stuff. So you got a little source of the Mike Trout. That's about it. Uh, I do have a gambling in. Uh, direct line gambling in. Yeah? Yeah. A very famous one. They made a movie about him. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Rothstein? No, not Sam Rothstein. <laughs> <laughs> another famous Jew right there, brother. Hey, another famous Jew right casino? there. Casino? No, it's not Casino. No, no, it's not Leonard Toes. I don't want that gambling in. <laughs> Trust me. I don't want that one at all. That's when you do the opposite. Uh, I have that. and um, But, again, I don't really tap these resources that often. I mean, there's no, there's no real need for it. I, I know a couple uh, writers, freelance guys for the MLB. Okay. That I've, I've got some information from every once in a while that they're pretty cool with me. So. I know two prominent... Ch- I, I, I can't. I, I don't want. I can't say this shit because yeah, yeah. it's it's not it's not cool. I don't, I'm not trying to be all secret. Like yeah, I, thank you. you know, you, you like again. You've seen me post on Twitter before. Like I post hot takes and stuff like that, yeah. like stupid stuff. But I, I'll never say like my sources say. I do it as a joke. If I do, oh yeah, it's a source is deep within. Yeah, I do it as a joke. But if I have to actually say something, I'll say, listen, someone told me this, and and yeah. that's it. But I, I I can tell you that I knew why Marcus Smith got drafted. Harry Roseman. Mm, yeah, but it's <sighs> all right. Well, I, I, I can't. Say, I can't tell you this. It, it literally came from right inside the draft room. You don't need to say how or who yeah. said it. You can, we'll you talk can about that later. Chip Kelly. Chip. Okay, let's put it this way: if if Chip Kelly had his way, Odell Beckham Jr. would have been an Eagle, and it was done. Oh, really? And it was done. Howie, there was rumors that night of that Howie going put the, on. Howie, the deal was done. Howie said, it's too much, and put the kibosh on it. And then another pick where the Eagles were going to go make another pick. Aha, Clinton Dix was going to be an Eagle that, day, that year. Howie said, too much. Put the kibosh on it. When it came time to make their pick, Howie turned over to Chip and said, so who do you like? Chip said, it obviously doesn't matter what I like. Draft whoever the hell you want. Time ran out. They panicked. Marcus Smith's your pick. And there was a great safety sitting right there. I'm Went saying. number 27. Yep. So there's your pick. That's, so, that's what happened. All right. Last one. Thanks for living that night. What is the most... What, was, what is the hardest to believe Bible story? That all man was created equal. That wasn't in the Bible. Yeah, it was. No, that's from... Uh, All men are created equal. Wasn't it from the, God? Uh, it's Constitution or something? All right. Preamble? No, that's from the Constitution. It is. That is. That's right. That's right. All men are created. That's right. Uh, no, the, the hardest <laughs> one to believe is the... Um, no, that's actually something... I, it's just hard to believe. It's just hard to believe. I'm sorry. Um, I don't... You know, what's the hardest one to believe? Are you, are you, could it be like a whole section? Like the entire, yeah, give me a whole the section entire of the Genesis Bible. The section? The whole New Testament. Um, That's my pick. 
the new te- the whole New Testament? The whole thing. So are you saying you're a Christian that believes more in the Jewish faith than the Christian faith? I'm saying I went to Catholic school for you. a long time, and now I don't follow anything. I like the uh, stories. I got you. You like who? I like the stories. <laughs> I like the stories. They're nice, man. I, I, it's, it's, Get a nice cup of tea. I don't believe half I got to say. I don't believe half the stuff I The hardest one for me to believe is Methuselah. I mean, nobody lives. Have you ever been down at the corner bar in South Philly at 3 a.m., dude? The Methuselah is alive and well. The one with the snakes in the head? Yeah. That's Medusa. That's Medusa. No, Methuselah (laughs) is. uh, He was the the grandfather of Noah, and he lived for like 1,500 years, allegedly, according to the Bible. Well, there's another story that's. And that's what I find the hardest to believe. Well, you need an ark, Charlie. I know a guy. So if you. and if you need to make a pick, <laughs> I know would Charlie. This would be the time to make that pick. So Charlie, who's your all right? Who's you your ready? Team? Yep. My guy isn't afraid to stand up for what he believes in. He doesn't doesn't back down from anybody that's bigger than he is. He's willing to hit that guy right in the head. And uh, as I said, you foreshadowed this pick. I'm taking King David at running back. You come into our house, you should get your behind kicked. It's a good pick. All right, Charlie. King David, man, he was. Uh, the no, that's, king. that's that's that's. Hey, listen, man, it's a, it's a solid pick. But you guys are going really like. Everybody's good. seen his. Everybody's seen his junk in the world too. Well, I you mean, guys are going. You guys are going just, all like statuesque. You guys are going all biblical. So I got to go biblical too. Taking all the fun out of this. Dude, I, w- I was thinking about going an actor, but uh, if he's not going a quarterback, I'm really I like. I really idea. wanted. I really want to take Judas to offset Jesus Christ. <sighs> You'll lose. You go, Judas. You're gonna. I'm gonna go wide receiver. That's where I'm gonna go next. He was hanging there, man. Taking Abraham. Taking Abraham. You know there are some alive Jews. I know. know I know. I took a couple alive Jews. (laughs) Didn't I? Yeah, Mel Brooks alive. Julian Edelman's playing next weekend. Wide receiver. Yeah, Abraham's my wide receiver. All right, Charlie. Thanks right, for checking in, buddy. I'll let you rock and roll. Dr. Catfish Charlie, make sure you follow him on Twitter. You can check in with us Tuesday 10, his every single week. Or, I mean, it, well, you can check in here every single week with him. And uh, you, you can find him posting his 10 questions every single night on Twitter at Dr. Catfish Charlie, hashtagging at Funkin' Fantasy. Chuck? See you, Charlie. See you, buddy. I'll see you guys. Bye. Going right back to the phones. I don't have a call screener, so uh, just like Stevie went at the airport, we're flying blind. 610-731, you're on the line. What up, Luigi's? What up? What up, Rufiano's? What up? What up, Jose's? What's up, Jose? How you doing, buddy? Mazel tovs, yo. audience tonight, yo? Mazel tovs, yo. Well, tonight we got Quillins. Uh, Andreas was here. There was a few other people hanging out, but they kind of got out of it because the show's about to, the, about to wrap up in a little bit. And then uh, Eric Cohen, the honorary Jew for the evening, is hanging out. <laughs> what up, Cohen's? <laughs> and what up, fans that are leaving to say hello to the waitress? That's right. Everybody's getting out of here. So, Jose, happy Hanukkah Yo. to you, my friend. What up, Hanukkah? You too, Joe. What up, Menorahs? 
Jose had a hell of a uh, yep. Thanksgiving feast there. Yeah, Jose did have a hell of a Thanksgiving feast. Are, are, are you all relaxed now and calmed down and completely just digested from the Thanksgiving feast that was? Thick sliced ham he had on that plate. Yeah, Jose, Jose went. Yes, it was. Jose went ham, not turkey. Yeah. Which is odd for me because a turkey is a staple. It's got to be on. It's got to be on the table. Yeah. But Jose don't play by those rules. No. Nah. Yeah, if you wear NBA denim jeans, you don't no, live. you don't live by them rules. No. Nah. Now, Jose. Richard, Yo. they were awesome pants, too. By now, I got to ask you, I got to ask this question. Now, Seattle has been, yes. Seattle has been granted the expansion team for hockey. Okay? Oh, great. <laughs> I heard about that. Right. What would you name them? Now, I had a name for this hockey team. Some people love it. Some people think it's meh. If I was mm-hmm. the Seattle team, I would name them the Seattle Grunge. It just sounds like a hockey team. Maybe 20 years ago. What do you name them, Joe? Mm-hmm. The Sonic. I want to call them the Seattle Star Pets. Seattle Space Needles. <laughs> the Seattle Space Needles? I call yeah. them the Sonics. Well, if they were down here in Tacconi, you can call them the, the, uh, the Tacconi Hypodermic Needles. The, the needles, because they're all over the damn place. <laughs> needles works, too. <laughs> yes, I know. Yep. Yeah, Other the Seattle that, Amazons? Before I get to my business. The Starbucks. Luigi's. What up? Um, tonight is the 30 for 30 on 42 and 1, yo. Is it? At 9 o'clock. Yes. We'll make sure so, to tune in. <laughs> last week I saw the 30 for 30 on Coach Knight, his last days at Indiana. Tonight is 30 for 30 special on 42 and 1, Tyson Douglas in Tokyo, yo. Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. <laughs> you talk about one of the greatest upsets in the history of sports. So, uh, Buster Douglas, I mean, first one. of all, <laughs> Mike Tyson was, was, was held up in, in a – in a, in a hotel room with about 30 freaking hookers that night. Every drug imaginable. He, so he didn't even train. Away. He didn't even train for the fight. And he comes in there, and he, had, he, he knocked Buster Douglas down for about a good 37 seconds. It was the longest 10 count I've ever heard in my entire life. And Buster Douglas caught Tyson and knocks him down. And Tyson tries to get up, put the mouthpiece back in. The whole nine, we all saw it happen over and over and over again. And it counted Tyson out. And, and this is a guy who thought that no one could ever beat him. He was literally Mr. Indestructible. He was Iron Mike. Yep. And I it, can remember Larry Merchant saying after the fight, guess what, Jim? It's over. Yep. Mike Tyson has been knocked out. Yeah, and you know what's sad is when, when you saw that knockout happen, it wasn't that you saw mm-hmm. a heavyweight champion lose. It was you saw the end of, Iron of Mike, Mike Tyson. Ball. Like, yeah. yes, like when that happened... It, it wasn't that he wasn't even getting up to go to, 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 to fight Douglas ever again. It was like, it was it. The career was over. Yeah. You just saw that it was done. He was done. He wasn't the same guy anymore. Yep. Like, he lost everything mm-hmm. that night in the ring. Oh, and the interview with Jim Gray afterwards, too. I know. was just... And Buster Douglas got a pretty cool game on Sega for, for a little yeah, while. Man. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, the guy was literally hauling carpet. He made about $50,000 yeah. from that fight. That's it. All that big payday, because he was on Stern talking about it. And That's all he got. Yeah. You got to remember, before Buster Douglas got his game, it was a pop, most famous game in Nintendo history. Mike Tyson's, Mike Tyson's punch. punch out. So yep. Popinski, baby. Soda Popinski. Big hippo. Yeah, big hippo. So, um, King yeah, hippo. I'm King waiting hippo. for that to come on right after Bobby Knight goes off the air. I'll have to check that out, brother. Mm-hmm. It's on the worldwide leader, yo. Other than that, Jose. Guess who's back on there? Who's back what on? What up, Oberman? That's right. And Sage Steels. That's right. Oberman's back. 
Yep. Bring back DP for a reunion, yo. I met Dan Patrick. He's a pretty awesome guy, man. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Nah, he was cool. We did, mm-hmm. uh, we did, we, we did like 10 minutes of radio together. It's pretty cool. Nice. Number one, let's comment on the Eagles game since I haven't talked about since the debacle on Sunday. Let's get it back to the Eagles, Jose. Can we, can we um, give the NFL and the and Graduate Goodell one of those, yo? Either, either they were wearing Dallas jerseys or they were being Ray Charles the whole game. I don't know. Uh, it was – That was – I know. Jose, for me, it's, it's – it's, No, listen. For me, it's bad. Like, like Joe said earlier, I, I don't like to blame referees. And for the most part, referees really don't change the game so much in the NFL. I mean, in the NBA, mm-hmm. yes, they do. The NBA, they really can, yeah. can mess the game up. In the NFL, not so much. But it's just some of the, some mm. of the calls were really, really questionable. Uh, both sides. Both the sides. Opening kickoff? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, though. Well, even the, uh, the, uh, the penalty on Zeke with the, with the helmet. Yeah. I mean, you never see that. And if you're really re- – I mean, why would they call that one? I was surprised with that one. But, again, though, nonetheless, you know, the Eagles have to be – you know, the Eagles have to be blamed for not being able to stop anybody on to stop anyone. They've been up over 500 yards in offense. Mm-hmm. They were hemorrhaging yards. Nope. Okay. And that, that come that that's coaching. That's coaching and execution and discipline by the players. And then again, even with Dallas, I mean, Dallas was getting hosed on a few calls too. I mean, I think it went both ways. I just think some of the bigger, the bigger calls in the game turned out to be towards the, you know, against the Eagles. Like I said, that call against Dallas Goddard was horrendous. That was a horrendous call that went for a touchdown. It should have been a touchdown. And I hate the fact that they always go to the to the to the you know to the referee mm-hmm. out there in New York. It's just like you know what's his opinion, but, uh, they, but they do that all the time. It's just like it's if he crazy. can't if he says it's not a foul, it's not a penalty. Why are they saying it's a penalty? Wow, the Raiders have waived running back C.J. Anderson. Hmm. Wow, C.J. Anderson, oh, a Pro Bowler in Denver yep. goes over to uh, signs with the Carolina Panthers to help spell the loss of Jonathan Stewart and give a. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, a few uh, a breather here and there, and now waved mm-hmm. from Oakland, a team where uh, the black hole spits someone back out. <laughs> like I said, yep. Randy Moss, the only guy to ever go into the black hole, get spit out, and end up better on the other side because he went to freaking New England and turned out fantastic. I'm really interested to see how Gruden handles those picks. Yep. Other than that, Luigi's um, number two. Uh, I hear that. JoJo's not happy with the role he's been given. Yeah, you know, see, now that's a, that funny, that's a funny thing, too, because Joel Embiid was here being the darling, right? He's used to being the darling in Philadelphia. Yep. Now you got a guy like Jimmy Butler coming Butler's in, hitting, get, hitting game winners, yep. and bringing a superstar-type talent to the Sixers, which he didn't have with him alongside of him aside from Ben Simmons. And Which was not going to take over a game himself. Again, anyway. Jimmy Butler is now the new shiny toy. Yep. So now all the attention is going away from, from Joel Embiid. Let me tell you this right now. And Joel Embiid has had this written on him since day one. He is a diva. Yep. A huge diva. And if he doesn't pull up his big boy pants and understand this is a team game and that Jimmy Butler is on his team and that Jimmy Butler is going to be taking the last shots in games because his three-point percentage just a little bit better than Joel Embiid's a and a little bit better of a, shot, of a shot maker and a shot creator than Joel Embiid is. He needs to understand that and put this, put this crap aside or this thing's going to fall apart really bad because a lot of people were talking about the fact of, 
oh, well, Jimmy Butler's going to come here. He's going to be a bad guy in the locker room. He's going to be a bad guy in the locker room. I'm sitting back going, yeah, it ain't Butler going to be a bad guy in the locker room. It's going to be the guy who's got his shit up in, in arms because he's not the main focus anymore. And the, now the focus is on Jimmy Butler. Totally Again, the, the fact why he got, he got soured so much over there in Chicago and Minnesota is because he wanted to win. He was challenging guys left and right. He's like, yeah. I'm, am I the only guy here who wants to win? Am I the only guy here who wants to win? Jay Ajayi was supposedly that way, too, in Miami. Yeah. Because they sucked. The he guy wanted here. to win. Yep. Also, you know, Embiid was talking about, oh, you know, they put me up top all the time. I don't want to be shooting threes. Funny. Took a couple yesterday. Didn't need to, but right. he shot him. He still wants these. I mean, it's, it's you okay. you don't want to shoot him, don't, then shoot, don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. Exactly. Live in the paint. I mean, it's okay for him to come out and take, and t- and take a few, and take a three or, t- you know, a couple threes during a game or, or, you know, have the ability to be able to do that and stretch the, and stretch the floor, stretch the defense. But do your seven freaking two, seven three. Like, go live in the paint. I don't think he's able. <laughs> honestly, I don't think he's conditioned to Yeah, go live in the work. paint, yo. I don't think he's conditioned that's to do that, That's where you make though. your bucks. Yep. I really don't. I mean, that's a whole different type of conditioning to play down low and bang all the game long. I think he's got a mean streak in him that only comes out every once in a while. That, that, that's, what, that's what I feel. I, but I, to, okay, I'm sorry. I just don't. The, the thing is that I don't see from, from Joel, is, again, is that I think he's. I think he's more concerned about putting on the show yes. than he is about playing the game. And what I mean by that, he's always posturing and gesturing towards the crowd, towards other stuff. He's always yapping on the, on the court and making little hand things. And he, he's always trying to be the funny guy on social media and off the court. I mean, it's all well and good. and It's great. It's entertainment because that's what sports is supposed to be. But, Joel, that doesn't translate to winning basketball. It just doesn't. It was cute when you were, you know. Yeah, it's cute it when the Sixers were in the middle of a tank and we're just, like, worried about having right. fun and we're just wasting time until we get to a competitive team. Now, all of a sudden, you're expected to win some damn games. Yes. So the status quo has changed. I'd really like to see if, you know, somebody takes a little bit of a, takes some of this stuff personally and takes a shot at him. I want to see how he, how he you know. This is where I want to see Brent Brown, Brent Brown bring him into the locker room you know, go into the locker room and talk to him or, I mean, into his office and talk to him and say, you know, look, Joel, you have to understand what we're doing here, man. Yeah. Like, this isn't about you. Yeah, but I don't even know if Brown even knows what he's doing. Because they, well, he doesn't. That whole play, the first uh, Jimmy Butler game winner, he said, oh, that's how Brown drew it up. All, right. he did, all Butler did was dribble the ball and shoot. He stepped back and took a three. That's not being creative. That's, that's, that's no gameplay right there. I still don't feel that he's the coach to take this team to the next level. Absolutely that's not. me. I don't, I don't feel, I've been saying it for a few years now. Yeah, it's start, people are starting to really see it. Uh, same mistakes. You know? It's over and over and over again. Um, same, same stuff. But, again, Jose, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how the Jimmy, the Jimmy Butler uh, uh, soap opera plays out here in the next week or so. Moving on. Okay. I hope so. Moving on. Um, let me get this straight. Seattle is granted an NHL team. Yep. Are they happy with the Mariners? Are they happy with the uh, who else? Are the Seahawks there? Are they happy with uh, Gonzaga as a college town? Come on, man. I want the I want the Sonics Quebec back, is, bro. Quebec is Quebec's the only franchise we could remember having a franchise, and they don't get one. I hear again. you. I want the I want the see I want the see I want the I want the Sonics back. I want the Supersonics back. What up, Brain Man? Yep. What De- up, Derek McKee? What up, Detlef what Shrimp? What up, GP? Give me Sean Kemp and his What up, Detlef Shrimps? That's right. What up, Key Arenas? <laughs> what up, Nick McMillan's? Oh. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good pull by you. What up, Gary Payton's? The 
That's yep, what I said. Ahead. What up, GP? Oh, you did see GP. I'm sorry, Jose. I'm sorry, Jose. My bad. My bad. What but up, Tom Chambers? I, I would. Ellis? I would have thought that if if the Seattle, it would have been great to have the Seattle SuperSonics get their basketball team back, and Kevin Durant opt out of that last year and go get a half a billion dollars <laughs> from the Seattle SuperSonics and rebuild that team. Player, coach, manager. Yeah, he would have been it. Vice president. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bus driver. You could have well, done well. What up, Bernie Bickerstaffs? <laughs> Jose, with the drop in the knowledge. <laughs> All right, Jose. I got to ask you a question now. Now, we've been doing the game. Luigi versus listeners. We're doing famous Jewish people. All right, Jose? The listeners yeah. have the ability to take a wide receiver or a tight end with one of their final two picks. I'm going to ask you to make that pick right now. So I got to get, I got to get moving with the program. So, Jose, okay. I need you to make a pick. So, who, so what famous Jewish person do you want on this team? Uh, I'm going to go with the greatest pitcher in Dodgers history. He already picked. He's already selected. Sandy Ar- he was already oh, selected, man. Jose. He was already selected, Jose. Sandy Koufax is yeah. gone. Yep, he gone. He gone. You can take, uh, you can take a, an actor. He gone. You can take an actor. You can take a, 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 an athlete. Actually, how many athletes do you already have? One. One. So you can take any Jewish athlete you like if you want to take an athlete. No, no, two. I'm sorry. We got two. Yeah, okay. We well, can still take one. Oh, man. I can't think of anyone that is Jewish other besides Koufax. Oh, uh, Max Schmeling. Oh, Max Schmeling. Okay. It's a good pick. Go Max Schmeling. Good pick, buddy. All right, Jose. Yeah, he, he fought Joe Lewis, yo, and probably the two of the one, the, one of the most two rematches in the history of boxing. Okay, Jose. Well, that's, that's a good pick by you, buddy. So thanks for, thanks for calling in. All right, no problem. Yep, and we'll talk to you later, buddy. No Jose. problem, Rufianos and Luigi. Jose from Norris. <laughs> See you, Jose. I'll take my kicker. I'm going to take a Max, too. Go Max Bear. Senior. <laughs> no, Max Bear. Write that one down, Lou. No. Max, Max Bear. You can take your time. Take your time. I got to move on. I got to do avoid and deploys anyway. Okay, because I'm just Take your time. Sure Take your you... time. Take your time. Avoid and deploys. Again, this is the part of the program where I tell you not when to start Antonio Brown, but when to sit Antonio Brown. Okay? That's, that's, that's what I do okay, here. here. And normally I'm halfway right. So, where was that for last not week? Not bad, but... Not... Where was last week's at? What do you got? I'm trying to realize what the hell I'm doing. Oh, okay. This was last week's. Last week, that's what I need. I told people to avoid Kirk Cousins at Seattle. Man. Nick Chubb at Carolina, he did get in the end zone. Robert Woods at Chicago, that was a hit. Jordan Reed at the Giants, that was a hit too. Deploy. Josh Allen at the Jets, decent pick. Marlon Mack, meh. Josh Gordon at Miami, meh. Chris Herndon at Buffalo, that sucked. Uh, for my DFS plays, these are the picks that help you uh, keep you under the salary, out, under the salary cap but into the cash. Uh, last week, gave you Nick Mullins at, at, San, at Denver, that was a hit. Sean McCoy at the Jets, he got hurt. You can't hold that against me. Chris Goodwin against the, uh, against the Saints, that was horrible. And, uh, yeah, I, I did give you Jimmy Graham, so that was horrible. My avoid for this week, I'm avoiding Jameis Winston at Baltimore. We're going to avoid Sony Michelle at Pittsburgh. Avoid Odell Beckham Jr. against the Titans at home. Yes, you heard me say it. Odell Beckham Jr. in the semifinal rounds of the playoffs, avoid 
coming off the quad injury. Yeah, and we're going to avoid Jimmy Graham, too. Deploy. We're going to deploy Derek Carr since now. He's put together a few couple a few games in a row. Uh, we're going to deploy Jordan Howard against Green Bay. Curtis Samuel against the Saints, who I mentioned earlier for the Carolina Panther. And uh, Cameron Bright against the Baltimore Ravens. My DFS place for this week. I'm going to give you Derek Carr Cincinnati for 6,800 on FanDuel. Also, Kenneth Dixon against Tampa Bay. He's 5,700. If you really want to gamble, Robert Foster against Detroit. All right, he's 5,400. That's a huge gamble. Uh, and then Anthony Frit, uh, Fersker, Fersker for the Titans, the tight end at the New York Giants. He's 5,100. And that was the, the fantasy part of the program. I got Gurley. That was the fantasy part of the program. Now, you know what it is now, Joe, right? Yes, sir. What time is it now, Joe? My last pick? No. <laughs> it's time for the reality. It's time for the stone cold PVC pipe locks. It was two or two last week. I'm aiming for a fourth. How many? Four. Four. Thank you. Four and oh sweep. Aaron Cohen says, not a Jew, but Juju Schuster should be on that list. <laughs> now, here we go. I'm going to go a little bit crazy here this week. We're going to go to the Buffalo one more time. Detroit at Buffalo. But Buffalo is minus two and a half. I'm telling you, don't take the points with Buffalo. Bet a money line. Because this game might be 2-0 Buffalo to end it. They're going to win this game, but they might not cover. But there's not going to be many points scored in this game. But I like the Bills to win it. If you can only score one point in a football game, this will be the game where it happens. Okay. I don't know. There might be some dildos on and off the field. That was great. But I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Minus 2.5 against Detroit. Take a money line now. And I'm going out of west. San Francisco, who I gave you the Niners last week outright as a five-and-a-half-point dog against the Denver Broncos at home. But this week, they're a six-point underdog against the Seattle Seahawks, who are surging towards playoff life. And I will take the Seattle Seahawks and lay the six against the San Francisco 49ers. And we're going to go all the way back east. And we're going to Pittsburgh, baby. The New England Pages rolling into town. Actually, that's not even the game I have circled. Oh, it's just I have a circle. It's an underdog. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the four home dogs this week. Is that Thursday night? Okay. That is a 425 start, Joe. Well, we are heading back. We're actually going to stay west. And we're going to stay with the L.A. Rams, who are laying nine points to our Philadelphia Eagles here in Philadelphia. And I'm taking the Rams to lay a biblical beatdown on the Philadelphia Eagles. The Rams losing that game against Chicago and the New Orleans Saints winning against Tampa. Yeah, that the, set up. the Rams need to win this game. They're coming home with a little home cooking and a little revenge from last year in a game that they need, and the Eagles are completely and absolutely decimated. On the defensive side of the ball, Jared Goff and company and Todd Gurley will rack up over 500 yards of offense on this game, on this team, and it is going to be a shellacking I'm telling you, this is a double-digit dog. I mean, a double-digit win all day long. So this could be one of those games. In the past, I would have said, you know, the Eagles came back and they beat the Patriots after, you know, they had a couple games skid there. But I don't see it this year. I just don't see it. I don't see how the defense can, can keep those two contained. I mean, if, if Dak is going to throw that much and Zeke ran like crazy, Gurley's just going to uh, – Gurley might be exhausted by halftime. 
He might kind of like what Saquon Barkley did when they, uh, Schumer sat him down. Yes. He might just be exhausted. I don't, dis- I don't disagree. So, I know that Eagles. Was the reason why Barkley sat the second half. No. It was because he had 17 carries for 170 yards already, and we're smoking him. That's why. Yeah. So, 17 carries for 100. Uh, I'm sorry, 17 carries. Uh, the LA Rams minus nine against the Eagles. And then we're going to go to Monday night. And a game that means everything to me. Because the players in that game mean everything to my fantasy life. <sighs> Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara go to Carolina to take on the Panthers, the reeling Panthers. Panther? Panther. New Orleans, a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Carolina on Monday night football. I'm taking because I need it. <laughs> I'm taking the New Orleans Saints minus six-and-a-half on the road against, a, like I said, a reeling Carolina Panthers football team and Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara to score 50 points yeah. apiece and help me win my fantasy playoff championship. Well, Cam has been hurt, right? He's been in and out. Ah, Cam's and... been in and out mentally. That's what he does, man. Oh, yeah. But they've been real. They've been a good team at home, but they've been real. Can I have one more of these, please? Thank you. Um, so there you have it. There's the four picks. We're going Buffalo minus two and a half against Detroit. You won't need the points. Make sure you take them straight up money line because it's going to be a 2 nothing ball game. Seattle laying the six on the road to San Fran. I'm taking the Rams at home minus nine against the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Orleans Saints on Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, to go into Carolina and do some damage. So there you have it. There's the picks. Do what I'm with you want. Last pick of the night now. Luigi versus Listeners Fantasy Showdown. Joe? Yes. It's your pick. You have a wide receiver left. I'm going to go with uh, – I had a suggestion, but I'm not going to use this guy. All right. Because I'm going to go with somebody much taller, still alive, still – You have a okay, running back I got a running back left. Okay. So I don't know if he'll beat Abraham, but I know he's funnier. All right. And he probably would have more – he definitely has more subscribers on SiriusXM than Abraham possibly could. And that would be the greatest radio host of all time. Oh, Howard Stern. That's good. Thank you. That's good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Stern's good. It's a big guy. Big I go running back, man. It's like Plaxico. I go running back. Gun. I'm going one-two punch. They're running back. I mean, you, you substitute him in and out. It's like thunder and lightning. Jerry Lewis? No. Uh. I have Mel Brooks. Taking Gene Wilder running back. Oh, very nice. Taking Nicely Gene Wilder's mother, mother running back. Willie Mother Wonka himself. There you go. Nowhere special. I've well, always gonna, wanted to go there. If you're going to go Willy Wonka, you've you got to use a character from a Mel Brooks movie, though. No, no, I'm not going Willy Wonka. I'm just, no, I know. But if you're I know, I know. I'm just saying Mr. Willy Wonka himself. Yeah, I mean, you could... You know. I, I understand, John. You know. All right, just, you're, you're talking about just like, details. You know. You know me. I don't, I don't live my life in details. Jesus Christ. Where's my asshole? How about that? <laughs> Pretty much does it, Joe. Let me give the uh, the list one more time. There's no practice. No. So Luigi's list. Luigi's team here. Moses at quarterback. The running backs are Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. Wide receivers Julian Edelman and the great Abraham from 4 BC. Tight end is Jamie Lee Curtis. The flex is the Three Stooges. The defense is Bill Goldberg and my kicker is Max Bear. The listeners, Jesus Christ at quarterback. Not Jesus Christ superstar. 
but at quarterback. The running backs, Harry Houdini and King David. Their wide receivers are Sandy Koufax and Howard Stern. Their tight end is Max Schmeling. Their flex is the 12 Apostles. The defense is Sigmund Freud. And the kicker is Dara Torres. This will be up... Uh, this will be up tomorrow on At Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're following the show, At Funkin' Fantasy, for you to vote on the Luigi vs. Alyssa showdown. You can do that each and every single Wednesday morning because I post a show Wednesday morning after the show finishes up on each and every single Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. here live from Moonshine, 1825 East Moyne Avenue. And make sure you bring it back here tomorrow night for the Tony Bruno Show extravaganza. Uh, Tony and Robin will be joining me here, and uh, it'll be more off-the-rails action. I want to uh, thank... Everyone who came out to, to watch this thing. Uh, the, uh, the official mensch of the show here, Eric Cohen, for stopping by with some of the famous 4th Street cookies. The chocolate chip cookies was the greatest thing I've ever eaten in the past seven hours. It was it was incredible. Uh, Joe Quillen and the rest of the gang for stopping by and adding some uh, ambiance to the room. They got the poinsettias out there already on the, uh, on the fireplace. Very nice. Yeah, the fireplace that wouldn't even need a touch because the dumpster keeps the place nice and toasty all year long. I want to thank Joe Rafino for finally finding his way back to the goddamn podcast. After all these damn weeks, man, we missed you, pal. I guess see you back here next week or no? Uh, yeah, it should be next week, yes. All right, great. Yep. I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you listening in and joining in here on Facebook Live, on, uh, at, uh, on Block Talk Radio, Periscope Live, and YouTube. And I want to thank each and every one of you again for joining us each and every single Tuesday night here from Moonshine at 7 p.m. I'm your host, Luigi Kurtz. To remind you, it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Lachaim, everyone. Analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.